This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Jody Vance in for Simi Sarah. We were talking to Mark Madriga prior to the break, our global meteorologist. And boy, we're talking about some crazy wind chill values, uh, very cold cold weather, even right down near the water in Metro Vancouver. Highly unusual for there to be a low of minus 12 at Vancouver International Airport. We're sitting at minus 4 without the wind chill right now in downtown Vancouver. The streets are covered in snow and ice, uh, not even slushy yet because it's just that cold. You know, it seems like whenever this white stuff hits the ground, some Metro Vancouver drivers forget how to drive. It, Here's some calls actually we received on the buzz lines this morning about what people experienced on their roads and and trips they had uh, tips they had for other drivers. Have a listen. A warning to all drivers: the last hundred feet of the Maryhill bypass as it merges onto Westbound Highway, it's an ice rink. It is just it's ice and it's uphill. There's already three vehicles that got stuck and couldn't make it onto the highway, and that's at a merge point, so it's going to cause problems. Watch out for the last section of the Maryhill Bypass. Based on what I've seen out here in the Surrey area, it's just a sheet of ice on all the back roads. I think the biggest problem, though, keeping the schools open, getting parents out into vehicles that are not ready for the snow. There are way too many people out here without snow tires. There are way too many people out here driving in their sports cars, their Mustangs, their BMWs, they're just sliding everywhere. They can only do 10, 15 kilometers an hour. They've clogged up all the side roads, backed up from one stop sign to the other. It's just a mess, and it's a mess because people are out driving when they shouldn't be. If you don't have to go to work, don't. Tell your boss your car won't start. If you're not going to get fired over it, it's not worth going out if you don't have snow tires. But if you absolutely have to go out, keep your speed down and leave a much further following distance in front of you. On a day like this, no one is going to get frustrated with you on the highways for being extra cautious. The last thing you want is to be standing out there in negative 10, negative 5 weather, changing insurance information with someone. You're not going to like that. It's not going to be pleasant. Try to avoid doing it. Yes. These are great pieces of advice. 604-331-BUZZ, 604-331-2899, if you would like to add to the winter driving advice. But we're going to bring in an expert on the topic. Because we can make your commute less stressful just by simply discussing this with our next guest. He is Steve Wallace from Wallace Driving School. Hey, Steve. Hey, how are you on this snowy day? I'm very good. And I have to tell you, uh, I think you and I spoke about, I'm going to say three months ago, and you gave some great advice that I put into use each and every time I get in my car. It has changed how I drive because you told me the number one most dangerous at-risk position a driver is in is when entering an intersection, right? Yes, those are the two places, the head-on crash and the T-bone crash are the top failed crashes. And you told me, always have cover. Yes. Can you, you explain that? You want to have blockers, at least yeah. on one side. If you go through the intersection, you have someone on your left side, you will not take first hit 
on your driver door. So if you have blockers at the intersection, it works extremely well. Don't be first out, just in case on a winter day like today, the person that's in the cross-traffic lane can't stop. You know what, and Steve, that is such a big piece because it it really is no matter what the elements, but certainly it's ever more important when there is that added bit that we're driving on ice rinks right now. And the problem that people have is poor equipment. So if you don't have snow tires, stay home. Uh, Those all-season tires will work if you have single digits below zero, but they will not work as soon as you get into the teens. They are useless. Hmm. So our advice has always been winter tires or summer tires. All seasons are equally poor in both situations. So how do you identify the tires that you're speaking about? Like where would if, because I don't know, I, I got tires on my car. I don't know what they are. You'll have a snowflake yes. or you'll have a mud symbol. And those tires are generally good in those conditions. But most professionals will go to a full winter tire. And the best thing you can do is to ask a tire guy what you should have. And what I do, and I've done it for many years, is anytime I'm buying tires, I'm a real strong believer in Toyos and Blizzaks. Uh, and they've worked well for me in the past. But I go to the owner of the tire shop and I say, where's your truck or where's your car? What's on I your vehicle? I walk out there and see what that guy's got on his car mm-hmm. or his truck. And that's what I buy. Interesting. The tire does really matter, as does the tire pressure, right? Yes. And a lot of times what people will do is in the old days, they would take their pressure down by about five degrees so that they would end up uh, uh, pressure, uh, pounds of pressure, I should say. So they would end up with more um, more rubber on the road. But that's not as important today. As far as the tires are concerned, they do an extremely good job of making winter tires. We're with Steve Wallace, the Wallace Driving School. Give us some tips now if people have to get where they're going and they're going to drive the car that they have and they're going to try and do so. What is the What, is, what are the top five maybe tips that, that be, can be kept in mind when uh, heading out in these conditions? Well, first of all, it's all about who you follow. If you can get a pro, follow a pro. Particularly if it's a professional driver, you have other drivers out there who are tow truck drivers, you've got other people in the milieu that will know how to handle these conditions. Uh, if you find someone from Saskatchewan and a Manitoba license plate, follow them. Okay. <laughs> as far true. as the BC people are concerned, half of them shouldn't be on the road. If you don't have to drive on the road today, don't go. Don't go. Otherwise, make sure that you stay within the path, the tire path of the people ahead of you. Don't try to sort of make your own trail. The other thing is watch for the spaces. So stopping is really the problem here. The most common crash is being hit from behind. If you're in a lane that gives you an escape, whether to a parking area or to a median area or another area, the likelihood is you will avoid a crash today by steering, not braking. If you brake and stop and you happen to avoid the crash, what's to say the person behind you is going to do the same thing? So steering to avoid any kind of obstacle or any touchy situation is much preferred over simply slamming on your brakes and hoping. Now, if you do find yourself cruising along, let's say a highway, um, and the posted speed limit is 80 kilometers an hour, do you still reference that? That's a rhetorical question. You should drive for the elements. How slow should we be driving, Steve? Well, the speed limits are always set for ideal conditions. 
And what you want to do is you want to go a speed that you feel comfortable with. And as such, if you're going a little slower than what other people are going, put the four-way flashers on, make yourself visible, very visible, so people are paying attention to you. And as such, you will set the tone then in the traffic pattern. Oh, that's such a great piece of advice, which is used very often in Ontario. I found that the hazard lights were a very important part of, of driving sort of as a community because you'd let people know if all of a sudden you were exponentially slower than what you had been doing, you were going to tell the people behind you, you're slower. Here, look at my lights. Let's... Well, they're probably the most effective, but the least used safety device on a car. Hmm. Interesting. Well, we really appreciate you taking some time and giving us. Can you give us one more? What if I'm skidding? Am I steering into the skid or out of the skid? I'll tell you what, one thing about skidding, they used to say, oh, steer into the skid. Or they used to say, oh, do, I'm telling you now, you steer opposite to the hood movement. Opposite to the hood. When in it, the it, same proportion. Okay, Steve. So is if, it, your hood's, if you're skidding and your hood's moving to the right, you steer to the left right. in the same proportion. Don't panic. Crank it. Don't let the energy and, and, and the adrenaline possess you and oversteer. Right. Correct. Steer in that same proportion, and you will have good luck in that situation. And is it when in doubt, both feet out? Take your feet off the brake and the gas? In those situations, you would do that with rear-wheel drive cars. Okay. With front-wheel drive cars, equalize the wheel turn to the speed, and that car will pull you right out of the skid. All right, Steve. Well, I really appreciate this. Yeah, yeah, you reference Mustangs and you reference other vehicles. Yeah. They're all rear-wheel drive. Anyone who's going to have trouble today is going to be in a rear-wheel drive passenger car. The front-wheel drives are tanks. People that know what they're doing, they'll simply let that car pull them around corners as opposed to lose the rear end. I remember my 82 Honda Accord hatchback got me through a lot of winter weather because of the yeah, front wheel front, drive. Front wheel yeah. drive, engine over the front wheels, lots of weight, you're in good shape. All right, Steve Wallace, thank you very much for this, sir. Anytime and have a good time uh, for the rest of the day. Get home safe and uh, if you don't have to drive people, stay, stay home. home.